This week on the BevCast, we jump to a few conclusions as we try to figure out what the Sam Hella Frog Town is. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BevCast. Hey, hey BevCast. Episode 61. Holy shit. Shit, 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 shit. We're going to do that every episode, just as the yes, number gets higher. Yes, we're always going to be okay. shocked. Well, I just can't believe that we've made it to 61. Right. Well, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And what we do each and every episode of the Bathcast is we delve, or should I say, we hop into the past of bad movies. We dig one up, set it on a lily pad, watch it, and then we come in here and talk about that movie. We bounce in here and talk about it. We that bounce movie. in here. And uh, then we rate said movie, one, two, five jocks, if it's an enjoyable bad movie after robot jocks, or if it's a bad, bad movie, as in stay away, it gets one to five bags, as in douchebags, after Twilight. So that's what we do. So expect us to talk for a little while and come to a conclusion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a, that's a <laughs> that great plan. That makes it sound so exciting. It does, doesn't it? It is great. Great. So, so uh, this week, um, courtesy of the greatest store on the face of the earth, Fries, uh, which we are in no way affiliated like with. Fries with that? Uh, I was perusing around their aisle of DVDs, and one practically leapt off the shelf. And eventually, I will stop with these puns. But uh, it was Hell Comes to Frogtown from 1988, and pretty much I just needed to see the cover and who was in it, and and I was in. And it was coming home with me because it's Hell Comes to Frogtown starring Rowdy Roddy Piper of WWF. The rowdiest of the Roddy Piper. WWF fame because I'm allowed to say WWF from when he was in it. Right. And They Live, one of the greatest movies of all time. Another great WWF movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, um, yeah, the cover alone, um, that's all I needed. And then I flipped it over just basically to check and see that it was widescreen because if I'm going to buy a DVD, it, it better be. Of course. And then I realized that it's, well, let me just get the plot summary summary out of the way and you'll kind of see what it's about. Hell is the name of the hero of the story. He's a prisoner of the women who now run the USA after a nuclear biological war. Result of the war are that mutants have evolved and the human race is in danger of extinction due to infertility. Hell is given the task of helping in the rescue of a group of fertile women from the harem of the mutant leader, or assembling a frog. Hell cannot escape since he has a bomb attached to his private parts, which will detonate if he strays more than a few hundred yards from his guard. Private parts, you should hey, read that as junk. His junk. Yep. They got, I'm reading he it has an explosive chastity belt on. Basically, yeah. Only it's kind of It's a even, real ball buster. <laughs> it's kind of not even a chastity belt because hey, he can pretty who? much still whip it out anytime he wants. Yeah. You just can't get the belt thingy off. Yes. And it says. Uh, quite boldly on the front of his ball buster uh, property property of what was it called the government no US government um, property of interim government okay oh yeah interim med government tech. it says interim government all over everything yeah med tech is basically what's left over of the proper government I guess because the medical industry has to take over basically to save the human race well part of I don't know if the med tech necessarily runs I think med tech is just kind of a division just of part the, of it okay yeah but it's a big division since they're charged with repopulating the planet which is part of the plot of this movie yeah that's important well not exactly the planet it's more like just their area um yeah but they, they, kinda, they say that's kind of like the new, I say new arms race did I say planet because yeah. I meant I meant US yeah <laughs> 
We you are mean the, the part pl- that matters. We are, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We okay. are the planet. Yeah. Whatever. We are the world. Yes. So yeah, you have Sam Hell, part of the title. Hell. Comes as part of the title, and Frogtown, part of the title. Yeah, Frogtown. So they pretty the much tell you everything you need to know. Classic, simply in the title. Classic euphemism for vaginas. Yeah, Frogtown. Frogtown. <laughs> Would have loved to have been sitting there for the brainstorming session for coming up with the plot for this movie. Yes. Probably would have been almost as good or maybe even better than uh, Snakes on a Plane. I'm guessing better. Because you know there was a guy in the corner like, I've always wanted to do a big giant frog makeup. I can do that. <laughs> can we make that happen? Man, I've been working on this frog costume yeah. for like 15 years, man. <laughs> you got to let me hook it up, dog. Let's do it. Let's yep. hop to it. Woo. And a- then Roddy Piper's like, I want to get in a fight at the end. Of course. They're like, okay, yeah, sold. That was going to happen. I also want my job to be boning lots of chicks. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> I kind of want to date break one of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's do as we normally do. Let's, let's kind of break it down. Sam is basically captured in the very beginning of the movie. It's not exactly clear why, but in his being captured, he's basically slept with, I guess, the warden's daughter. Yes. Or whoever that guy was. And these two med tech chicks bust in and we're like, we're taking him. Uh, he's ours, property of our, you know of med tech now uh, because he's he's a uh, he's certifiably extremely fertile. So we're not fertile, but you know that's right. It's still right. Word. He's very potent. He's, he's very potent. He's, he's very extra, high spermatozoa. Extra viral. Yes, viral. He's a man. He has the highest spermatozoan count we've ever seen. <laughs> but yeah, and they and they discover this because he's also impregnated said daughter. And apparently, he's been leaving a trail, <laughs> leaving behind a trail of <laughs> bastards. Yeah, uh, he's like the Sean Kemp of the future. <laughs> <laughs> the Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, the every every stop. Yeah. So yeah, um, so they're like, "Well, you impregnated her, her, and we did some testing and." Good golly almighty, you got a lot of spunk in you, boy. So uh, we, we got to get you out there to the front lines and start impregnating them fertile women, women we can find. And a whole mess of them has done been rung up by the frog leader, Toady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> T-O-T-Y. Yeah, not even Toady. Toady. Uh, so he's like the leader of Frogtown, and apparently he's kidnapped a, a group of young women for his personal harem. And uh, yeah. So they're gonna ride in and bust them out and have him bust them up. That's that's the pol- most polite way we could say that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's, that's the plot of the movie. Fuck him, right? <laughs> Fucking good. I just love how the plan involves putting him in danger at every possible point. Yes. Pretty much, yeah. Despite them being like fertile males are extremely extremely rare. rare. But you better you better grab a machine gun and get in there and rescue yeah. them chicks. But you're also a badass, so go kick yeah, ass so from America. We have, a, we have a bunch of uh, sterile women over here that we pretty much trained as to be military people, unlike you, who's just regular guy off the off the wasteland. But regular goddamn gigolo. But you know, we're gonna send you in just with a with a couple of badass chicks, and one of them, yeah. of course, is uh, Sandal Berg- Bergman. I think is how you say her name mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, from Conan fame, and that's about it. Who looks creepily like Katie Seagal? Yeah. 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 A lot. Still pretty hot. Yeah. I mean, in, in a kind you know, of in, in that in that weird way that she's in hot. that 80s Amazonian way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, well, as soon as she took her glasses and glasses oh, off and <laughs> been put yeah. her hair down, I mean, it's like, woo, that works for everyone. Yeah, obviously. I've seen all the movies, man. I was like, yeah, man, and that Rachel Lee Cook sure is ugly. And man, she took them glasses off. I was like, holy shit. 
<laughs> I'm sorry for the she's all that reference. <laughs> they put her in glasses like the size of a car windshield. Well, yeah, yeah. So that's never going to do well. Right. I but know. apparently in the future, glasses are hard to come by. They sure. are. They are. Actually, really, technology and things in general for the... Yeah, it was pretty much the same place, but... Kind of, yeah. They don't really... It's weird. They have some really high technology and really low technology at the same time. Yeah. So, I guess it's all where your efforts are going. You know, you can build this high-tech chastity belt, but you're still going to have a shitty car and tent and campfire. But, yeah, so, uh, her and um, this other... uh, chick who's like the corporal she's the actual pure military she's the muscle of the operation yes she she you know they all go riding off in this pink oversized pt cruiser thing with a machine gun on top and uh go traipsing off towards forbidden zone into frog down or whatever pink yeah vehicle all the while playing um like a female acapella Mm -hmm. when johnny comes marching home yes (laughs) Yeah, that's kind right. of weird. Yeah, well, the battle hymn of the Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like same song. I don't think this movie could be any more self-aware than it is. Yeah, yeah, it kind of was. You know, which serves to its credit fully. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah, it gets it gets a little middling in the middle. I mean, like I I think they made it take just a little too long to get to Frogtown. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like when they got there, there wasn't really much to do. It was mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, there really aren't many set pieces in no. the movie is the, the yeah. thing that's, I think, holding it back a little bit. Yeah, it's just like they're, it's kinda, it's, they're it's out in the desert. It's fun and it's yeah. goofy, but not much happens. Yeah, they're out in the desert, basically, on their way there. Like, almost immediately, uh, they they pull over and stop for the night, and he's like, or even just, oh, that's right, they were f- refilling the, the truck with gas. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I, I got to go over behind a bush, you know, and take care of some business, and this is when we find out that uh, if he tries to run away, basically, his junk gonna blow up. Yeah, they, the the main girl is wearing two sets of earrings. One is like a proximity thing that if he gets too far away, it starts beeping and basically shocks the shit out of him or something along those lines. And the other mm-hmm. one is a uh, like a detonator, you know, that can just ball bust. You know, for lack of a better it just term, just gives him a shock into the junk. Right. Yeah. Or if he gets way, way too far away, or um, he tries to take it off or comes off her ears or whatever. There's lots of ways that it can blow up on him. That's mm-hmm. all that you really need to know. And that's all that it establishes. And then uh, a little f- further, you know, past that, they they go through this checkpoint and we see that the guy who runs the the border the, is doesn't like Sam. Has, apparently has some kind of past with them. It's not really explained. He's just kind of an asshole. Guns are drawn on each other and they eventually mm-hmm. let him go through, and we're like, okay, that was awkward, but well, he he was that can't possibly show back up later in the movie. So he was pissed off because hell knocked up his daughter. Wait, was that was that supposed to be? Was that the same guy? Yeah, no, it was the same guy. Was it the same guy? Same guy. I, okay, you looked. This yeah, up. He sure reminded me of the chief in Action USA. Yeah, the way he spoke. Yeah, and they had giant. Well, the problem we could, the reason we couldn't really identify him is because he had giant sunglasses. They never took off yeah, okay. and had on, so you really couldn't tell who he I mean, was. I knew he, he was, was like, he was he was like one. Guy. I'm not sure if it, it wasn't implied that mm-hmm. it was the same guy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because they had banished him to the border 
They're like, uh, okay, okay, okay. Fuck to the border, fucking. Thank you fuck, for paying fuck. attention, BJ. I should have known only, because I mean, there wasn't very many people in this movie. So one time I pay attention, it comes yeah, in handy. That's good. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. I was. That's what I was kind of curious about because I was like, why does this guy hate him, or what's their past? But I didn't realize it was supposed to be the same dude. Okay, mm-hmm. or was the same dude? Yes. So anyway, we see him again, and they're like, ah, fuck you, fine, go off, do your thing. And then they're riding through the desert again. They, uh, the motion tracker goes off while they're camping. And uh, they find a chick who's yeah. making a break for it. Yeah, one of the one of the harem girls that had escaped, and she's kind of freaked out. And this weird scene ensues where they basically drug her and like, all right, Sam, do your thing, pregnant yeah. this chick. Yeah, the the blonde chick basically slips her a roofie. Yeah, says she's ovulating now, so get to work. <laughs> yeah, do your thing. And he's just kind of like, kinda like okay. Uh, it's like uh, no pressure or nothing, uh, you know. You just kind of kind of stand there and watch, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and she she starts a stopwatch also. Yeah, yeah. And he's just kind of like, uh, <laughs> "Hey, baby, it's not helping the mood, you know." Yeah. So you got any Barry White at least? <laughs> some Al Green. Maybe some Al Green. Yeah. yeah. Marvin Gaye. Any of these things will, will work. Hell, I'll even settle for boys to men. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not picky right now. Yep. But, but yeah, yeah, so then this begins. So then he date rapes her, and basically, yeah. But I mean, this sets all this also sets up that there's the awkward, strange attraction between the two of them because she does this. I guess it was provocative dance thing. To she tells him she, she was, has been trained in seduction. Yeah, yeah, in seduction techniques. Right, right. Which don't really work because, which is sort of like I've read a book about. You know, rebuilding car engines. I've read books about going to the moon, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, but just, just watch what happens when I try to do either. Right. Yeah. So anyway, well, and she's kind of manly. She because I was just like, gotta be honest with you guys, this dude isn't doing anything for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. until she took the glasses off. Oh yeah, yeah then yeah. it was game on. But uh, yeah, so anyway, there's that whole weird thing, and yeah, he ends up basically date raping her. So. Yay yeah, for but she's humanity. best friends in the morning, and yeah, well, you know, Sam did his business, and yeah. apparently that's all it takes. Yeah, because she tells her she'll be treated like a queen if she's a mother. Yep. So, so yeah, she runs off in the desert so with yeah, compass they, in hand, and <laughs> there were compass right. on her, and tell her to run. They south. They don't even give her water. She's like, "Here's your compass, run south." Just bitch. run south a few miles. <laughs> yeah. you'll hit the border eventually. Right. So yeah, well, she um, you know, she got cleaned up and everything. So well, she was, that was the amazing thing is like, she's laying there as they're like drugging her up and she's just coated filthy, you know, desert dirty. And I mean, Sam kind of does his thing because he wakes up in the morning. She's like, she's sparkly clean. It's like, damn, dude. <laughs> not, You're not the <laughs> dirt off that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah. And then like they wake up in the morning. Like I said, they kick her out and they're like, all right, we're basically there. Uh, time to time for the plan. And plan the plan basically is to to tie uh what the hell's her name? What are we gonna call her? The blonde chick. What's what's her character name? Anyone? Spangle. Spangle. Spangle, Spangle. is Saint Old Bergman. Okay. Uh, so Spangle uh acts like she's a slave, gets all slavified looking and has Sam pull her in by a chain because uh they're gonna go in with the ruse that he's trying to trade her to whatever in in Frogtown, so that's yeah. their in. That's how they're going to get into Frogtown. And of course, you know, the first place they go is the the CD bar because 
That's where you go. That's where you go in you know sci-fi post-apocalyptic movies like this. It's where you make your connections. And uh, yeah, so we meet all the frogs. This is the first time we basically see them. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know you've got frog exotic dancers and bartenders and everybody else in there. And yeah, <laughs> in these crazy rubber costumes. And then of course the one random human that's there happens to be. Oh, hey, it's Schmitty or whatever the hell his name is. I don't even know what his name was. Oh, uh, he Looney. was Looney, Looney Tunes. The Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes, right. yeah. Right. And that's Roar Calhoun. Roar Calhoun. Calhoun. I'm not going to lie. We had a lot of fun with his name. Highway Roar Calhoun. Even though it never once shows up in the movie other than the credits. Which, oh, fuck. What, it doesn't back, even sound like Yeah, we forgot the intro. Up. I was going to mention that. God, yeah, the intro. Wow, the opening credits are... The cold open of this movie is fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, and, and that and the credit sequence. I love credit sequences like that, where yeah. it's like the uh, pixelated, like, uh, two-tone color pictures of, of shots from the movie. Yeah, it looks like duotones that are yeah. that have the dot the dot pattern right, on them right. and just scanned. Yeah, it's very 70s. It's pretty yeah, awesome. It's pretty incredible. But but I mean, the pre-credit, they show, oh, the nuclear war. They get right. the backstory, the backstory where they're just like, all right, nuclear war. Yep. Everyone fun. thought, hey, you know, you drop a nuke, everyone will freak out and everyone will stop. And they didn't. Nope. <laughs> and they just say, then they waited 10 years and they did it again. <laughs> it's like, yeah. shit. So, so yeah. yeah. Anyway. But then they have guys scavenging in the wasteland. And one one holding something, and then the other guy comes up. and He goes, "You can't have that." Well, they do, they do, do this here. kind of cool opening shot because at first I was like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna do shitty models in this." But it basically it kind of pans up, and it looks like you're looking at the Statue of Liberty, and she's kind of leaning over to the side, and you're like, "Oh, post-apocalyptic with models." But mm-hmm. it turns out it is just a Statue of Liberty figure, you know, little statue. And yeah. so the guy picks it up, and that's what basically begins the movie. So yeah, I, I thought that you know, yeah. But the best part of it, yeah. Is yeah, the guy picks it up, and then another guy comes in, a human guy. Like this guy's got all like a the gas mask on and the hood on. You can't really see what he looks like. And then a another guy who's you know he's just a normal human dude, right? Kicks him down and says something. He's like, "Let me see that. That's mine." Yeah, you know. And then the guy pulls it. the The guy in the mask pulls a gun on him. He's like, "What does yeah, he say? Greenies, greenies aren't allowed, aren't allowed to have guns. Guns." Yeah. And then he blows the guy away, shoots him in the shoots him in the chest. Yeah, stands up. Goes, stands up, looks at him. They show a close up of the of the mask. And you just hear, <laughs> and then bam, bam, hell comes, comes to frog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So all that way back in the beginning, but yeah, yeah so it was an awesome, awesome opening. All right, yeah. So that's back- one thing I'll say. This thing's got style. It does. It does. There's a lot of a lot of good shot setups. It's just yeah. a lot of a lot of style to it, even though it's very low budget. Yeah. Except for some of the frog costumes, which I was kind like of like once they're not in helmets or whatever, they're actually the two they made were pretty. Yeah, they're not too well, bad. Two or three. Yeah, lips actually move and stuff like that for the main yeah. people at least. Yeah, like Toadie, they spent. You can tell they spent the most money on Toadie's right. costume because he actually moves his lips. But like the ones that are hanging out in the bar, yeah. <laughs> they just show right. them talking. It's like lips are not moving, but they're all speaking to each other. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like nodding their heads uh-huh. to give the impression of. Yeah, they're like movement. the background apes in the Planet Planet Apes movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not really important, or all of them by the fifth movie. But um, yeah, so I mean, they're they're in Frogtown, which is basically one giant foundry. I mean, you know, it's just mm-hmm. smokestack after smokestack and all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, long story short, they basically they go into the bar. They they're gonna sell the the girl. Um, 
they're talking with the you know the guy the owner of the bar basically and he's bartering with them you know sam is and and it's just about to seal the deal and sell sell her or, you know at least make it look that way in walks bull who is toady's uh second in command and uh kind of a real asshole frog he hates all humans. hates all humans so rory calhoun told us yep so uh he he comes in and right off the bat he's pretty awesome because like what well, the first thing he he just freaks out and yells something well i don't even remember what the hell he yelled though because but it was awesome he's just like no illegal trade or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Just, oh, he's no prone, private trade. No private trade. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah he's kind of prone to. He must ah! have. He must have froggy Tourette's or yeah. something. Because <laughs> yeah, he just yells shit. He just randomly. screams everything. So he breaks it all up. They they take the girl away and are taking him to taking her to Toady. Uh, basically, knock Sam the hell out. I think In one of many times. I mean, fucker's like unconscious yeah. for half the movie. So yeah, he gets knocked out. Yeah. At every given opportunity. Yeah. So anyway, but now they're separated and he kind of wakes up and we find out that I guess the head dancer, whatever, one of the frog chicks basically is their contact in Frogtown. Mm-hmm. And she's going to give them the grand tour and take them where they need to go. But she's kind of got the hots for Sam. when <laughs> It's just weird and awkward and he's like no 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 mm, at one point yeah. tries to get her put a sack over <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he's kind of he's, like, he's like, like well uh, i guess i'm gonna have to do this but at least do this for me and and then obviously you know right in the nick of time his belt starts beeping because now she's kind of gotten far enough away and he's like oh shit uh, i gotta go <laughs> oh it's my junk's gonna be on fire later yeah. so yeah so they they run off and thus begins the the crazy rescue escape sequence. So yeah, mm-hmm. she's, she's hanging out with all the other harem girls. Yeah. They basically, they put her in some kind of weird trance. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I didn't get that, but she, so she could survive the dance of the three snakes, <sighs> which I'm afraid I'm going to have to title the episode, this episode that, but Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh Jesus. God. No, 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 <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's just say, read a biology book about frogs. That's all I gotta say, and I'm gonna <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all. Uh, that's all I gotta say. So anyway, that's gonna happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they they basically she's trying to talk the other prisoners into helping her muscle the guards away and escape, but. Apparently, they're from some sort of tribe that's pacifists, and they're like, no, we don't know. Whatever will be, will be, and all that stuff. Yeah. Bunch of pansies. Yeah. Bunch of hippie crap. She tries one escape, and she's like, come on, we can do it. And then two more frogs come in and grab her, and they're like, we're like, (laughs) strangely enough, we're like, maybe not. And then one of the harem girls goes, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So Sam basically, at, at one point, she gets taken before Toadie and the infamous dance of the three snakes occurs mm. and anyway he <laughs> skipping all that he just rescues her and they escape kind of easily you know yeah they i'm skipping over a lot easily. of points i mean there's a whole other thing with chainsaws and the chastity belt and which is a pretty good scene but i'm kind of i'm yeah, kind of skipping it, over some of this it, it's funny you know i'm just those are those are quality some of those are kind of quality moments here and there yeah, you almost don't want to give some of them yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, like the one, the one with the belt and right. the chainsaw is pretty good. Right. But. So, 
anyway, they're they're out now. Let's basically skip to that. They 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 escape. Um, Toadie's like, shit, go get them, get the bitches back. Mm-hmm. I want them back. I want my bitches. So they jump in their little pink jeep because uh, Looney Tune has gone outside and signal uh, the other. The other girl, Centinella. 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 She's a Citronella candle. She comes riding in in the pink uh, Jeep, picks them all up, and they haul ass out of there. And they're like, yay, we're free. We're free. Until the frogs go, get in the tank. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. But yeah. they So they have this like Jeep tank thing, and they start chasing them down. And yeah. Fucking their shit up. Fucking their shit up, kind of. And yeah, they start launching mortars at them right and yeah and it's, they, it's the the old explosion next to the jeep trick oh that'll have to stop us yeah obviously so one of them finally does i guess it finally gets close enough and the jeep stops and they look up and there's gas mask guy from the beginning of the movie who's popped up here and there throughout the rest of the movie mm-hmm. um with a bazooka a la raiders I of the hate, lost ark i hate when that happens <laughs> yeah and he's all like get out of the jeep we're gonna blow you all to hell Mr. Hell. Mr. Hell. Mm -hmm. And he takes off the mask and it's... Ah, Captain Devlin. Captain Devlin. No. Surprise. The guy from the checkpoint and the guy, Mm -hmm. the warden. Yeah. He's a big douche. He's still pretty angry. And he's back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And apparently he's been dealing arms to the frogs. The frogs. Helping, you know, the other side, basically. Mm -hmm. And in exchange for the uranium that is underneath Frogtown that... Uh, Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes help discover. It's all in a it all comes circle. full circle. Yes, but yeah, he so he's been. He he's wants been to have a nuclear weapon. He thinks the women should not be in charge, right? And he's sick of them, so he's going to blow it all up. If I can't have the world, nobody can. And he says something about it. it's a man's world, <laughs> but it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a nuclear bomb. Without a bomb, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I, I remember that part. Right, it's pretty good. And uh, yeah, so they have the scene where he's about to shoot them all one by one, and they talk the pacifist chick into, you know, handing. I don't know why he couldn't reach back and get the sword, but whatever. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not, not very flexible. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got a lot of muscles. He's going to reach all the way back because somewhere along the way he picked up right, a katana. Yeah, he from, picked up a katana from, from one of the frogs. You know, because like you do. When they're available. Well, I like that you called it out as soon as you saw it. Well, shit. Because they show him riding out of town and suddenly he's got a katana on yeah. his back. And you're just like, where? Where, where did that come from? <laughs> I'm like, who cares? Yeah. The dude's it got just, a katana it now. It just happened. Accepted. So, yeah. So, he flings katana into Captain Devlin. Foom, you know, sword through the middle of the chest. Ha ha, we win. Huzzah. Wait, what happened to the tank? But <laughs> Yeah. Um, and where's the body? Oh, yeah, crap. So, they go find, the, try to find the body. It's not there, but. He left the sword and the gun behind because that was nice of him. But apparently took the bazooka. Mm-hmm. Sure. So Sam's like, all right, I got to go finish this. You you ladies just stay here. And uh, so he goes off to finish him. Of course, he's not dead. Instead of just shooting him in the head like you should do whenever. Double tap. Yeah. But anyway, but he doesn't. So he pops up and tries to kill him. But Sam has the last word in the middle of the chest with a desert eagle. That's the way you do it. Do it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, now he has bazooka, too. <laughs> yeah. A katana, a bazooka, and a desert eagle. Mm-hmm. In and addition uh, to um, uh, ass-kicking jeans. 
yeah. <laughs> his ass kicking jeans, boots, jacket, right. hair, and his uh, and his skeleton companion. Right. <laughs> yes. All the above. So yeah, but he hears rumbling off the distance and I guess it apparently occurs to him that the tank really never kind of got dealt with either because he hears some shit blowing up. Comes and back, the pink car's wrecked. Right. There's nothing left. No bodies, but he's still pretty broken up about it. I, I just want to point out all the while this is taking place in Vasquez Rocks, which is um, if you watch a lot of TV and films, you may recognize most famous uh, for the Star Trek episode where Kirk fights the Gorn on the crazy jagged rocks. Mm-hmm. But it shows up in like Bill and Ted's bogus journey. It's where they got thrown off the top of when they were killed. I mean, it just That's sh- right. It just shows up over and over and over again. But all of this is happening there. And uh, because it's awesome fighting things in rubber masks and things, uh, he comes back to the car. It's been blown up. The tank's there and he pulls the bazooka on them and he's like, I'm taking you all with me and ends up having to fight. Well, Toady one on one. Basically, Yeah, he says he has to fight the Gorn. Yeah, he he tells the other guys to run away if they want to live. Right. So they take off and he's like, not you, Toady. Not you. So then, of course, Toady's like, oh, shit, bazooka. And then he just pulls the trigger and it's click. Yeah. Click, 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 <laughs> click, click. I will demand a refund on yeah. this bazooka. <laughs> and then he pulls the Desert Eagle. Bang, bang, bang. Doesn't hit a goddamn thing. <laughs> he is. And then, he's a pretty terrible shot. Yeah. And then well, it's click, click, click. He heard friggin' count or Captain Devlin's foot move. Turned around. Blam. One shot. All right. Friggin' ripped Center him. mass. Yeah. And then. Toadie standing there on a truck in broad Huge, fucking daylight. Like 10 feet tall yeah, frog dude. Giant frog thing. Yeah. Standing right there. He's coming right for us. Can't fucking hit him. Yeah. Oh, well. I hate when that happens. That's okay, because they had to fight on Vasquez Rocks and <laughs> have an epic battle on 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 historic territory. Yes. Yeah, but he didn't use a uh, he didn't use a big cannon. Big homemade cannon. No. No, he didn't. That was disappointing. That's too bad. Hit him with the rock. But yeah, now so you know whatever he deals with, Toady, yay, hurrah, Sam Hell, and oh, I'm sad because they blew up all the girls. Oh wait, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Happy Hooray. ending, huzzah! Happy and ending. Just, and apparently, a sequel is out there somewhere. There are three sequels. Oh, I'm sorry. One of them starring three. Robert Zadar, ass face Robert Zadar, Robert. Ass face you mean Zadar. Robert Ass Face Maniac Cop Zadar. Yes, Robert yes. Uh, Ass Face well, Robert. He, he Maniac is only Cop in. Zadar. Re, he's only Sam in Return Hill. to Frogtown, ah. which is the sequel. And after that was Toad Warrior. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then nice. after that was Max Hell Frog Warrior. Sweet. Yeah. I want to see all of those. I'm sure you can. I believe they are all on DVD. Sweet. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I I just love the fact that. Sam seems very disappointed in the fact that he's going to have to sleep with all these women. Yeah. That's the weird thing. Is He only like, wants that one spindly broad. <laughs> yeah. What with all the bones. And he saw Conan he's, and he just... Yep, he, knew, he knew right then and there. He wants to punch the camel. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody uh-huh. knows what you're saying. Yeah, he wants to punch a camel. I mean, yeah. shit, who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah, so that's 
they ride off in the sunset or the desert or whatever. Yeah. The sunrise. The, the sunrise. Noon, they're in afternoon their, sun. What the hell did they ride off in? They ride off in the, the They took the, the tank thing. Yeah, the tank the tank tank. Okay. Now, just so you guys out there in, in TV land know, it's not actually a, no, it's not a, tank. a tank. It's like this it's kind like of... A, it's like... It's what you'd call like a technical. It's a semi-regular vehicle converted into a converted into an armed vehicle but it's got some armor a pretty big suv that they stuck some plastic tubing on to look like it had a cannon yeah yeah Yeah. that's pretty much it yeah (laughs) but yeah it's kind of like a warthog in halo sure yeah it's exactly like more armor plating yeah Yeah. and more frogs generally riding in it yep yeah so that's basically the movie it makes it a real warthog this was it's hard to describe it because we had a lot of a lot of fun with it but there's a lot of downtime too. It's a lot yeah. of yeah. It was real it's, quiet for a long period. It's mm-hmm. a give and take kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't. I feel justified in spending the six dollars I spent at mm-hmm. fries. Oh, of course. So easily, I feel justified in the six dollars you <laughs> spent, I spent at yeah. fries. Yeah, like I said, there was no pre-planning <laughs> on this. It was like walking through. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is coming home. Yeah. So, speaking of which, Star Crash. If you want to see it now on DVD, legitimately. No kidding. So not. We're not saying it's great, but hey. If you were out there like, man, I wish I could find Star Crash. It's they apparently they went back and were doing some of um Corman's better known or lesser known movies, depending on how you look at it. Like the back catalog. I noticed some others that I don't think had been on DVD before with a new Roger Corman blah 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 thing on top of it. Roger Corman Star blah, blah, blah. Crash. Yeah. So, right, let's rate Yes. Hell comes to Frogtown. That's uh, you go first. Yeah. I think I'm going to barely muster a two jocks. Going and, that low, huh? Yeah. Um, a lot of this movie is very much in one jocks territory, but it has moments that I'm going to let it push up that high. There are like small, much like I think I did maybe last movie or last one of the last movies. There are moments that might peak it up to a three, but overall it is definitely a two, possibly mm-hmm. lower. So. I'm feeling generous in giving it a two overall. So you're pretty down on it. No, 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 no. I mean, like I said, there are, but there's, there's just too many down moments. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's a I lot mean, of fun to be had, but there's a lot of downtime too. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd go with two jocks also, only because the comedy doesn't really work in a lot of it. Right, right. A lot of it is kind of like reminding me of uh, No Holds Barred with Hulk Hogan, like the whole scene where they're doing the bed thing. Right. You know, minus the awesome masturbation joke in that one. Sure. It's like those scenes without that one funny bit in it. Right. Is some of the early and stuff. And some very similar strange underwear. Yeah. Coincidentally. Yeah. 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 1988 underwear. 80s high-waisted <laughs> yeah. briefs. Yeah. Bikini, whatever. Right. Yeah. Weird. But, but yeah, I mean, there's there's some fun stuff in here. And, of course, Roddy Piper is just yeah. awesome. I mean, he can bust through a door carrying a shotgun or two and... Not you know make that awesome. I mean, because he does that. I believe double handed shotguns mm-hmm. through a you know. I believe he he does that in his spare time. Oh yeah, <laughs> he just practices it I, every I'm day just saying, in his like, house. It, it's unfortunate because I mean, like, there's lots of this that make it feel like another they live, but there's a lot of it that doesn't at all. Yeah, and it, it's also oh, I, I would also like to point out it's one of those very weird movies. Um, I think I talked about this phenomenon a while back of. Movies that don't necessarily know their audience. Yeah. Because that's what I was thinking. There's a, there's a theme here that is very much like this would make a great like, I mean, it probably still would because there's not much to edit, but it would make a great Saturday afternoon 
1 p.m., 2 p.m., like, you know, after the cartoons are mm-hmm. over kind of movie because it's that kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the way we watch it, it's it's definitely got moments of rated R. I mean, and right. I, don't, I don't know how you'd edit oh, it out. It's basically, I mean, the plot yeah. is they've brought him around to fuck as many women as <laughs> right. possible. In fact, in one time he comes right out and says that. Fuck he says, for freedom. Yeah, fuck for freedom. You know, that's why you signed me up. So, yeah, yeah it, it's just one of those strange movies that doesn't exactly know where it wants to be. So, yeah. yeah. What do you think, BJ? <laughs> For the awesome parts, I'd like to go three jocks, but I I just can't afford three jocks on this movie. Okay. Um, jocks are cheap, you know? So, no. No. <laughs> no, no jocks not. come with a price. Oh. It's it's expensive. You have to earn a jocks. Right. Um so I gotta go two on this. Now it's a it's a It's if, higher than some of our other twos. I'll say it's that. It's a it's yeah. a yeah. higher two. Yeah. It's it's maybe you know, if I wanted to put decimal points on it, I'd make it a two point six, two point seven. But I'm not going specific. to. So, yeah. It's, just so it rounds up, right? Well, no, because I don't want to <laughs> round it up. I, I just want to stick with two. I know, I know. Technical. God. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think the thing is, it's such a good setup, and it feels like they don't really capitalize on it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the ba- that's the biggest problem I yeah. have with like, it. Like, I have no idea what the budget on this was. I'm sure extremely uh, low, According to Wikipedia, it was $7 million. Seven million? Seven million Seven million, million dollar budge, budget. That's really? what it says. Wow. I'm surprised. That's why even... those heads were so good. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm surprised were, it was even that high. Those were pre-Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. So, yeah. you know, that was high technology. Who says this? Uh, Wikipedia? Wikipedia says that's the uh, budget. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised it's that high. I, I was thinking it was going to be like a few hundred thousand dollars, honestly. This that's was, why New World Pictures is out of business. This yeah. was like the the... You know the avatar of <laughs> a frog, of, a frog, frog, frog of no of of frog head, head prosthesis. Yeah, uh, so they had to they had to pay the money up front right, for the development right, right. cost of those gotcha, head pieces, gotcha. so they could so they use them, them in yeah. in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one two three seven eight twelve and Frogtown two three and Frogtown's seven all that. Yeah. So yeah, no, just I mean I think with a little bit more money and like a few more extras. I mean even extras would have added something just to make it feel more frogs. I mean I know I know it's a I know it's a wasteland, but Frogtown didn't feel like Frogtown. Yeah, there it was wasn't like, like many people like, anywhere like Frog RFD, yeah. you know. So, whatever. Maybe that's what they were going for. Maybe, I don't know, but there didn't we seem We can debate this all day or all yes. night. We are masters at all it. All the time. Master debaters. Right. All right, let's get the hell out of here. On that note, go take a break. Sounds good to me. Why don't we take a break? All right, welcome back. Hey, second half of the Bamcast. Half number two. So, what do we want to talk about? I know. I know. Oh, 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 me. No. Pick me. Pick me. No. I know. Oh, BJ, you're totally unstoppable. I am because I'm not going to stop until (laughs) I tell everyone that we saw Unstoppable, the motion picture event of the year. Wow. Um, Is it really that? I don't think I I can't go that high. I'm it sorry. Was, it was definitely better <laughs> than re- cats. I really enjoyed it, but I not of the year. No, sorry. It was the motion picture catastrophe of the year. The okay. catastrophe depicted in a motion picture of the year. How about November? It was fucking awesome for November. How about that? 
Happy Thanksgiving, folks. It was folks. the motion picture of November <laughs> that we saw. That we saw. No, it's it's a hell of a lot of fun, and it's um, it's. Oh, man, it's I very, don't want to say it's a great ride because that's so dumb and cliche for a transportation-based movie, but it is a pretty good ride. It's a great ride. Now, Tony Scott uh, just knows how to build tension. I mean, very, very well. I mean, in a slow, nice burn, you know, it's just it just builds and builds and builds yeah. and builds. And like when you think you can't take any more, it builds some more. Mm-hmm. It's really I, I shit. I liked it. So this is the good Tony Scott. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I tell me the bad Tony Scott because I've never understood. Like Domino, oh, fuck, I love Domino. Domino is fucking amazing, and it completely balls out fucking crazy ass kind of way. Domino is awesome, but see, I like all Tony Scott. I've not met the Tony Scott I don't like. So okay, but this is no. That's this is, good. That's a good thing for you. That's good for me. No, this is definitely much more in the. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to think if he's done a movie comparable to this. Maybe Man on Fire would be the closest in build-up tone, just because of how that kind of starts and, you know, crescendos like it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, I don't think he's ever really tackled a direct disaster movie, per se, like this before. But I can, I'm, I'm, a mobile disaster movie. A mobile disaster movie. Is this disaster movie? Uh, yeah. qualify? Do disastrous sure. things happen? Well, it's almost preventative. I mean, I guess a disaster movie is usually yeah, that, well, coping the, with something that is actually happening. Yeah. Or the con- the connotation is more like right. shit is scale, going down. Yeah, like the core. Yeah. Shit is going down and they're trying to stop it. <laughs> the from best example. The, in. <laughs> <laughs> the best example of a disaster movie ever. But yeah, no, I mean, this is kind of more preventative disaster yeah. movie. It's a movie about trains yeah. and the love affair one man has with a train. Yeah. And there are no soul sisters in it at all. I'm not sure what I know what you mean. What? There are no soul sisters in this train movie. You lost me. I got, I got the friggin' Hey Soul Sister song by Train that's on every fucking advertisement in the world. Come on, ride it. Other tra- ride other it. one. Come no. on, ride the train. That's Hey train. Soul Sister. That song. That song's like I, really old, isn't it? I don't. Not really, but it's been in every friggin' advertisement just really? about in the last in the last two months. It's been everywhere. Hey, you know who sucks? Who? Train. <laughs> yes. Is that a band too? Yeah. Yeah, that's the name of the band. Okay. Why what? didn't they just play Drops of Jupiter? I don't know. Because why not? Save Me Chris Pine Francisco would have been... Now you guys are just totally lost. I don't yeah, know we, what you're talking about anymore. <laughs> we know too many names of too many train songs. But just go listen wow. to your good music and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Leave us to this Anyhow, shit. Yeah, anyway. I got. It. What is it? Is it Soul Asylum? Is it who does a runaway train? Yes, it? that okay. is that is Soul Asylum. Yeah, right. why didn't they use that train? For the I got a train song in. Woohoo! But that shitty train song. There's a band called Train. Oh, okay. And do they ever play Crazy Train in the movie? No, no. That was only what? via my tweets. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get. Ball. Ball. I'm gonna get sued by Ozzy. Hey, hey. He's too freaking out there. I'm going to get sued by Sharon. Sharon! Sharon, see those buff guys fucks! (laughs) Right. That's exactly how it'll happen. Ozzy fucking Osborne! (laughs) So, BJ, you pretty much love this movie. I really liked it, Twitter, what you posted immediately coming out of it. It was was pretty fucking awesome. Um, Shit blowed up real good, which I like. Um, 
I think we have to talk about Ned a little bit. Oh, Ned. Ned? Ned, Ned, Ned. the lead welder. Oh, Ned. That is a true Ned, fine American right Ned there. is a denim-clad, ponytail, facial-haired, aviator glasses wearing F-350 dually super duty driving lead welder hero son of a bitch. Yeah, you forgot that he has a badass chain wallet. He too. does. That was kind of implied with yeah. the, with well, the yeah, denim. I'm just the, saying, but it's like the snap motorcycle style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is a real. He doesn't fuck around. It is a real man's chain wallet. Yeah. And Ned is all about precision. Yes. So Ned is kind of like the best Ned is character awesome. in the movie. Ned is uh, one of the better side characters of a movie ever. Yes. Like the first second he's on the screen, I'm like, this guy's fucking awesome. Yep. I mean, he didn't even have to say a word. It was just like they Ned sitting there up to him and like that guy's fucking awesome. He's sitting there in a diner. Who is like who plays Ned? Uh, uh, Ned a Nixon. real American. <laughs> That's a good answer. I got it on That's the a good like, answer, Hulk but Hogan? I don't think it's right. Hulk Hogan plays him. I don't think um, that's right. He actually somewhat resembles Hulk Hogan. That would be Lou Temple. Yes. Lou Temple is a real American. Never met him. The inestimable Lou Temple. I mean, if you see this picture here, and I urge you all to check out the IMDb, IMDb. Lou Temple. Now imagine handlebar, badass mustache. Pulled back tight, uh, blonde ponytail. Okay. And a lot more denim. I, see that. Denim. I like that it's spelled L-E-W. Oh, of course, yeah. Lou. Yeah. So, he, anyway, he's... he's yeah, and one he's of them awesome Lou Diamond Phillips weirdos, man. Right. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah. No, I mean, uh, Unstoppable, it's a hell of a lot of fun. I'm not knocking it. I just can't go, you know, <laughs> best movie ever, man. No, it's definitely not yeah. the best movie ever, but... But it, it is um, it's a damn fine... God damn it, it's close. Movie. Is the Citizen Kane of train movies? I, Just so you know, I don't know if I can dispute <laughs> that per se. Other than gotcha. Hitchcock train things, how, how did okay. it compare to the Polar Express? It was um, it was much more action packed than the Polar Express. Oh. Yeah, Sweet. a lot more actual people in it. Yes, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, it, I I enjoyed it thoroughly. I enjoyed the Saturday Night Live digital short based on it. Yeah, that guy was scary good at doing. That guy did Denzel. a good Denzel. Yeah, kind of freaky. What was that guy's name? Lou Lou Temple L E W. I gotta find a picture from Mackie here. Yeah, I saw. I showed him. I saw. Uh, I uh, to of him in the oh, as in the yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah. In but yeah, so you would you would definitely recommend. I'd say see it in the theater. I mean, it, it's a yeah. It's I mean, it's definitely matinee worthy. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I honestly, if I'd spent ten bucks, I would not feel ripped off. It, it's That's a good thing. It's fun. It's a whole lot of fun, and it's it's loud. It's crazy. Um, they, I mean, Tony Scott does not do the crazy camera stuff that he does in a lot of movies. He he starts with a little bit, like the establishing shots, kind of do some quick cuts, weird, um, like weird motion time mm-hmm. things, but then it kind of settles down, and he but and he kind of goes more into cool shots. Like there's a lot of train passing over camera and train passing really close to camera yeah. and stuff like that, that it's not, you know, kinetic, you know, I want to be mm-hmm. Oliver Stone of the late nineties kind of editing style. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Like I said, I, I like both sides of Tony Scott and this is kind of a new thing a little bit. Hmm. Okay. Well, it you was know what? Enjoyable. I will definitely see it on Blu-ray. Okay. You should Netflix. see it. You should see it for five bucks. Yeah, 
You should take the time and see it for five bucks. It would be worth okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I think because it's do it's that. it's loud. The sound is big enough. Like seeing a train the yeah. size of a Chrysler building on a big screen. I'm all for that. Not okay. just a train. Yes, it is a missile the size of a Chrysler building heading directly for Stanton, PA, Pennsylvania. Right. All right. There's an S curve. An S curve. A yes. Scurve. A scurve. <laughs> Don't be scurve. Rosario Dawson is always talking about the scurve. Yeah. She's worried about the scurve. She is. Aren't we all? I'm going to buy her some lemons. <laughs> nice. Anyway. See. Anyway. That's about all I have to say about Unsolvable, okay. unless BJ wants to ramble more. Anyway, Ned, yes. Ned, awesome. Ned is awesome. Um, he, we might have to invent a new, like, Banffcast supporting character in good movies. Yes, of the Ned. Golden, something golden something. The golden Ned. The, the lead welder award. The lead welder. Yeah. The lead the welder. Golden Ned. The golden welder the golden, award. I like the golden Ned. The golden, <laughs> the golden Ned. Yeah. Golden Ned works. Um, also, uh, since we know he probably listens to this podcast since we mentioned him once. Right. Um twice or three times um ethan suplee uh turns in another fine acting role um or another fine performance in this movie except it's as, all his fault as Dewey. yeah that's a, god that's Dewey, a shitty part dude yeah that's not good but hey hey it was a far sight better than bad trip yes <laughs> which earns <laughs> it in an doesn't award. take much no but it's good to see him not in that movie well true no, he, he he plays the Rube role well. That's yeah, yeah. His, he he, you, you know, know, he did a good job. That yeah. that was just like Bad Trip was a terrible movie. Well, yeah, no, no, it's I'm good to saying, see him in a good movie. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that's it's a part to play. Everybody has a part. Hey, everybody, everybody wants a boat. Yeah, or a, a dinghy. <laughs> Maybe they all got train cars or locomotives. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I'd buy a train car. Yeah, awesome. Actually, I'd buy a locomotive. I I'd just ride the. I just ride that fucking thing around everywhere. Like where you want to go to tracks? Come yes, and exactly. ride the train. <laughs> I would play. I would play every song that mentions trains. Uh, every single one. It'll be like one I'm CD's r- worth. I'm sure I could scrounge up more. Probably. Okay. Soul Train. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Love Train. Mm-hmm. I did not Dude see the un- locomotion. Yes, with me. <laughs> in fact, both versions. Yeah. Um, Folsom Prison Blues. I did not get to see Unstoppable. No, but what I did, did you see, see? I did see a uh, fairly new release on Netflix. Ooh, what did you? Alice watch? in Wonderland, ah. the Tim Burtonized version. Tim Burton, Lance Burton, Master of Magic. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might have preferred Lance Burton make this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't recommend Alice in Wonderland at all. Did, what did you not like about it? It is so it. I expected all the Burtonization of everything. All the charming, whimsical... Yeah. Let me, let me ask this. Do you like any Burton going back? Like, where does your Burton love stop? Probably the last one I kind of could say I really enjoyed was Sleepy Hollow. Wow. Okay. But you, it's even probably before that. So you didn't care for... You don't like Big Fish. I mean, I'm, I'm not defending um, Big Fish. Because, you know, I think it's highly overrated. But Actually, yeah, that one's pretty good. I, I'd what? say that. I had forgotten that that was him because it's not. And did you not see or not care for Sweeney Todd? I haven't bothered to watch like Sweeney Todd or Charlie you should and the Chocolate watch Factory or Sweeney any of that Todd. shit. Oh, oh, so you haven't seen Charlie. Okay. You should yeah. watch Sweeney Todd. You should actually watch both of them. 
Sweeney Todd, that's the one with all the singing and the dancing, right? Um, There's singing and, and dancing blood. and, yeah, and blood. It's That's the one with all the singing and the dancing, it's right? It's got Sasha Baron Cohen in it. Those have that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get to that someday, never. You should, Thanks, though. No, no, you should seriously watch it. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's not bad. I kind of like yeah, it. Yeah, I really didn't hate his Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You just have to separate it from the original and right. be one of those yeah. people who understands it doesn't change yeah. the original. Well, this one, I guess I needed more f- familiarity with Alice in Wonderland, like okay. the original story, I guess, because I could tell there were callbacks there to things, but I they just rolled right off of me and didn't really matter. So I guess it was like, Oh, you know, the way it was just, it was kind of one of those things where you can tell by the way he's filmed the scene that this is supposed to mean something more to you than what's there at any given time. It's hard to explain, but it just feels like, so you should probably, I don't know, um, it, it feels like he had a checklist of stuff like, okay, we got to go here. We got to have this part in there and we got to go here and have this part in there. Cause he's like kinda, callbacks kind of callbacks to the original or callbacks yeah. to the text. Yeah. No callbacks to, I would assume the text because this is like its own story. It's actually set supposed to be like 10 years after the original because she's like 19 years old. Okay. And then she's supposed to come back and she's, there's a prophecy that she's supposed to defeat the Jabberwocky, which is like a dragon thing. And do you not know about the Jabberwocky? No, you know, nothing. You knew nothing about the Jabberwocky before. Okay. Through the looking glass. I've heard the word Jabberwocky before. Okay. But yeah. But no, I mean, it's maybe if I was more familiar with it, I would have cared more, but probably the problem is the girl who plays Alice has like no charisma whatsoever and doesn't give me much of a reason to give a shit about her. She needs a charisma carpenter to build she her does. some charisma. <laughs> that is exactly oh, what God. she needs. Oh, that is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that since we were talking about charisma like oh, four hours ago. I, I hate you. Just so you know. Yes. <laughs> Victory. I'm the president of your anti-fan club. <laughs> that was too much even for me. <laughs> yeah, see? When Harlow gives up on your puns, your puns are not I good. am become death, destroyer of words. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's I not good. And, awesome. and Johnny Depp, like, honestly, I understood about half of Johnny Depp's dialogue in the movie. Right. He was the mad, mad hatter, right? Yeah. But he does, like, this big Scottish part? brogue. Yeah, he's, like, through... A oh, the big, mad hatter! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he goes in and out of it, so sometimes he has a different uh, accent. Uh, and it's just like, dude, perhaps you're, you're mis- fucking terrible. Perhaps young Mr. Depp has jumped the shark. I don't know. I, I think he just needs to stop working with Tim Burton for a while. Yes. And putting on pirate costumes. Yeah, so no <laughs> yeah. no pirates. Um, you no, know what I want back? I want Johnny Depp back from like the mid-90s. No, I want yeah. like I want him making like extremely weird, um, and foreign Jim. and very independent movies. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I want like Dead Man era Johnny Depp. And if you haven't seen Dead Man, kids, that's your homework mm-hmm. assignment. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, Helena Bonham Carter is kind of fun, though she's very very one note, right? Because she's the Red Queen, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know the the part that uh, most people seem to hate from what I've read. But I actually thought was the most fun in the movie was Anne Hathaway's character. Okay. Just because of the way she acts is just, it's really hard to explain, but she's just got like this prissy way about her that just seems so artificial. But for me, it actually worked better than anything else in the movie. But a lot of people were just like, no, that was fucking terrible. What was her character? She was the white white queen, queen, but she's kind of like 
she kind of prances around with her, you know, her arms up, like almost like the only way I could describe it is like T-Rex style. And it's like, she never okay. kind of never puts them down, but when she walks around, she's always kind of prancing tiny and, arms. Yeah. yeah. And doing the tiny arm thing. And I don't know why, but I just found that completely hilarious. And that was about the only part that I really enjoyed of the movie. Was it kind of like, um, the, Oh God, what was the Nathan Lane uh, in the birdcage? No, <laughs> the T-Rex in Jurassic park. <laughs> no, the, uh, the lost world, little fairy thing. Jurassic park. They're scrooged. What? Um, like Carol Kane? No, Scrooged? No, not not really like that. But no, okay. It, it's hard to explain, but it's it's just I don't know why. And and most people are probably like he's fucking out of his mind. But I don't know. I just thought we already know but, we are. We all have thing, our weird, uh, bizarre opinions. Yeah, it's like the way she acted is fun. But just when you look at the character, where she's like all white, all super pale, and like with like black lipstick and you know black na- fingernails and all that, and you can just imagine Tim Burton just masturbating furiously to character design sketches of her. It just, I, it's so, really it's so masturbates furiously to all of his character design sketches. Probably, but it's just, it's just like, that, that's the only thing that bugged me about that character. It was just like, God, okay, Tim, we get it. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> I'll make you the white queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But I, I just, I can't recommend it. It's not good. You mean maybe for free? If, should I watch yeah. it for free? Like a joy? It's on, I, I it's guess on you Netflix, could, so. but it's just kind of in my um, ongoing discourse and Tim it, Burtonism. It's kind of he's, I don't know. It's like he's he's gone so far quirky that it's just become okay. It's become rote at this point. It's just no, I, it's I, the I same quirky thing over and over. It's not. Over it's not quirky because it's charming and it works. It's quirky because Tim Burton is quirky and that's yeah. what he's yeah, supposed so, to be. That's honestly is why. That, yeah. Pretty much, yes. Thank you for saying that better than I could. You're welcome. Yeah. I don't do much, but yeah. I, honestly, that's kind of why I like Sweeney Tie because I felt like it, it was, was a little a, bit of a shift and not because it was not quirky for quirky's sake. It was quirky to be what it was. Like it was quirky to to me, Sweeney Todd. The quirk to it, the the charm to it, was kind of to help offset the extreme violence. Oh, and yeah. yeah. I think that worked well. I think it I balanced out really well in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I can get, Plus the visuals were great. Yeah. But uh, so you would say no on Alice in Wonderland, which means I, I should like probably it watch it. Probably. Well, I mean, it's, it is free. Not, it's free on Netflix yeah, streaming, so right. go for it. I might but, not like it, but I will probably yeah. like it more than you do. Probably. Yes. Okay. No. Or it might totally break my brain. Yeah. If you know the story, it might mean more to you. I'm just not familiar with it enough with it, I guess. Go read your Lois Carroll. Nah, it's all right. Thank you, though. It's not a book. Words. Those are for English teachers and losers. That's I, right. You heard us, kids. Don't read books. Watch movies. Yeah. yeah. Only don't. Because the movie version's always better because it's always. shorter. Duh. It doesn't take as long. Right. Yeah. Duh. You don't have to pay attention for movies. Seriously. Take it from me. Yeah. So I guess uh Yeah, let's wrap this up. Yeah, like, not much yeah, else to talk yeah. about really. It's a pretty I quick week. Okay. I fair. wish I had gone to see Unstoppable instead of watching Alice in Wonderland, but it's all know, right. It's still there. That's the way life works. We got the the potters that are hairy that I won't that's see this weekend up. because I'm still trying to catch up book wise and I'm not even seeing the last at least one movie, if not two. So Yeah, last one I saw was the fourth one. Yeah. Cause then I just kinda stopped and figured I'll get the Blu ray box set someday. Right. 
Just saying. It's there. Yeah. People will be going crazy. I think I'm not, you know, I'm not crazy about it, but um, I think I'm being coerced into seeing it at uh, the big ass screen down at World Golf Village. Oh, the IMAX. The Imizzle. Is it, is it in? No, they didn't do 3D with it, did it? No. Yeah, they, well, they canceled it because they didn't have time to finish the effects oh, on right, it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think it is going to be on the big ass screen. So yeah, yeah, it is IMAXified. Yeah. So I'll see that. Yeah, right. Tron IMAX Tron. 3D Tron. next month. That's going to be worth the trip. Make that little. The trip down there? I didn't think tangle. they could do 3D on there. I don't think they can do 3D. I'm pretty sure they do. Village. That'd be awesome if they can, but if they I guess can't, we'll have to look into that. I don't think they can. If they can't, we're driving down to Kennedy. If they can't, we just go to AMC. No, we want to see this on the big motherfucking screen. It's not that much difference. Yes, it is. I'd rather see digital clean projection, but that's just me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Whatever, loser. Yeah. Hey, how do people get in touch with us, BJ? Uh, Mackie, you want to set me up with the rapid fire? All right. Website. BMFcast.com. Email. BMF at BMFcast.com. Twitter. Twitter.com slash BMFcast. Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMFcast. iTunes. Search for BMFcast or Bad Movie Fiends Podcast. Rate us, review us, subscribe, tell your friends. Last but not least, the most important way that anyone can ever, ever, ever get in touch with us. Garfield phone. That is correct. It's the BMFcast hotline. 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. Call us. Leave a message. You'll get on the podcast. You'll be on the podcast. Unless you're a raging douche. <laughs> unless at the very end you're like, do not put me on the podcast. And do then, not. Then yeah, yeah, if you really don't want to be on, tell treasure. us and we won't. Yeah, but, yeah. but we you, will use your your question. Yeah, if you yeah. want to say something, but you don't want to, you know, put words to screen or whatever. We will directly interact with right. you, but we yeah. will not force you. So tell us if you don't want to be. F- right. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to put you on the podcast like Clint from Madison and uh, driving his truck, driving his invisible truck and mm-hmm. green capped. I think he called in once and yeah, uh, those Buck. Just, yep. Buck Beard call in Buck. Yeah. yeah. John P. Yeah. One of the originals. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, hey, we haven't heard from you in a while, have we? John P. <laughs> no, it's been a while. <laughs> Why are you calling back? Why would you call this John P? <laughs> no, I'm just surprised. We used to get a bunch of emails from John P. And There's a restraining order in place. Yeah. My God. Oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah. But um, Harlow and I, that stuff. we are uh, collating the movies that we have to yeah. give away. Actually, cleaned out my garage, found two boxes of DVDs. So Hell yes. I have even more. There's going to be a big list, but we want topic suggestions. and um, Movie suggestions. Yeah. we Movie suggestions, we don't need as much. But, but we still if like you, them. If you send us one and we five jocks it, then you're definitely, yeah, you know, we'll you're definitely is, getting a. Uh, we'll we'll, getting we'll your go pick. ahead and we'll put a list of of the bad movies we happen to own in there. And if you prefer one of those, like if there's something that's hard to find that we're willing mm-hmm. to part with, we'll we'll give that up. But no, now, but I mean, we'll give you your choice if you want if you want a good movie or a uh, you know one of the few bad bad movies, you know. We bad, can hook you up. Bad with movies something. beget bad movies, so if you know, you give us a five jocker and we'll we'll th- hook you up with mm-hmm. one of them. But for the most part, we have we have good movies on DVD. Mostly, we yeah. need some topic suggestions. Oh, what he said. One last quick public service announcement. Uh-oh. Oh, um, best worst movie coming out on. Uh, yes, it is. DVD and Netflix mm-hmm. Instant. Netflix Ooh. Instant, I believe, like next yeah, week or this so week. So we're definitely. That's pretty sweet. I'm I'm pretty sure it's this week. Yeah. So yeah, BJ and I didn't get to make it to the. Uh, the local cinema oh, to watch the to watch the that not so local. So, oh yeah. no, that, that's yeah. right. It did come here. No, there's a local one, but we didn't make it that night. So 
We didn't get to go, but now we can watch it through the magic of instant streaming. That's uh, right. You better. Because uh, if you don't, it's pissing on hospitality. And I won't allow it. Okay. Me neither. All right, let's get the hell out of here, shall Alrighty. we? Alrighty. Right. So All I'm right. Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the beach. That's yeah, Bamcast. This is Bamcast. Out! 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 Cliche wasted hate taste has no yes. Now I'm moving this way. I'm doing this thing. Hell yes. Now I'm turning it on. I'm working my legs. Hell yes. Now I'm calling you out. I'm switching my place. Hell yes. Now I'm cleaning the floor. My beat is correct. Yes. Yeah, that's it. I got the train in my pocket if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a missile the size of the Chrysler building in my pants. And it's coming right for us. It can't be stopped. It's the size of the Chrysler building. And it's loaded with nuclear chemicals. And it's all Ethan's who please fault. And it's going around an S-curve. At 90 miles an hour. The one man who can save us. Ned.